0: friends, new and old, and welcome to Roast and Toast. We are your hosts, Jenny, Philip, and David.
1: David. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that little touch at the end there, Jenny. David.
1: Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. David.
0: <laughs> now we just got to, we have to have one <laughs> intro where we all say our names in that way. It's official. We have to make it happen.
2: Mm. It's just an energy. It's just what, uh, what the Roast and Toast pod, the hue, you know, the ambiance mm. gives. It's just a... Mm. Yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> oh, it's been an eventful week. Uh, Go on. <laughs> some, some of us. Yeah. Some of us I have watched tell. two movies in one week. And that's true. <laughs> I guess, uh, one of the movies is, is could possibly be a contender for, uh, for eventually down the line. I don't think it would be appropriate to put it in this week's uh, this week's that slaps. but uh, but yes, as one of them certainly does not. Um, I'll start out by what happened with me this week. Uh, it actually happened tonight. Before uh, usually, whenever we do these recordings, as the recording time that we've recently stumbled upon happens to where I come off of work, um, and so I'm in a I'm in a job where uh, it's a tipping job where you get tips um, from person to person, and all this is very important because when I say the next thing, it's yeah, going to sound like, weird.
1: I was I know I know what you do for a living, but I was like tipping. I, I imagined a dump truck tipping out its load, and that would be your job, or or maybe just a field of
2: cows, and and a, as part of my job is. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> yeah. gotta go out there and start tipping. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but but okay, so, so it's a <laughs> it's a tipping it's a tipping uh, business, and so I go in. When I tell you that the 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 most uncomfortable I've been in quite some time. Was when a gentleman tipped me, and I said thank you, and the man bodily winked at me. Oh. The man winked at me with his body. He winked at me with his eye, but then his body followed through with the action, and it was very uncomfortable coming from a sun-kissed Russian man named Kirillian, Kirillian, something like that, with with a with a chain, uh, with all this stuff. He just he he gave me the tip. And then I said, thank you. And then unfortunately you listening right now will not be able to see this. But gave me a like like put emphasis on it. Put a little English on on this wink. Just a s- super wink, if and, you will. It wasn't sensual, but I got the essence of like, yeah, I know I, I gave you a good tip. And I said, Oh. Like in my mind, I was like, oh, that was oh. So, so to all the women who have Never ever been catcalled. that again. Yeah, yeah. To all the women who've ever been catcalled. To all the women who've ever been just just callously hit on in in just a, in a fiendish manner, in a ghoulish and gross manner. I feel your pain. That was that was odd. That, that unsettled me for the rest of the shift. And I realized that I had a lot more that went on this week. But that was so disruptive of my day, of my life, of my night. I I, I couldn't get past it. it. It really just bothered me for the rest of the night jenny have you have you can obviously talk about your week but i'm just curious have you does is that a normal thing to just feel like that gross ambiance or just like oh just uh if, if somebody just out i'll, of I'll be honest <laughs> here
0: on the on the pod i have i do not have a clear memory of ever being cat called ever being like i've never received i mean there's been times where people have approached me and it was like not mm. it was not welcome In that fashion, but I've never been like catcall on the street. I've never experienced that. It's, it's not pleasant when you don't want the attention. It is not nice. I zero stars. Don't like it.
2: Did not Uh, need that extra little
1: seasoning in there with that. uh, No, I'm going to
0: say, I'm going
1: to say I've been there because I I don't think I like, obviously catcalling is a pervasive problem around the world and it is mostly uh, men hitting on women, but it's not exclusively that. When this I video would, preview pops up, you're going to be catcalled
2: across the in his socials, my no.
1: guy. <laughs> <This> <laughs> I'm trying to tell a serious a, story here. I
2: know, I know, I know. And yet he is wearing <laughs> the biggest tank top I've ever seen flashing those guns. All right.
1: Go back, David. I'm sorry. I, I interrupted. I, I, okay, This isn't. I wouldn't call this catcalling, but it was really inappropriate. Uh, I was bartending, and I did the opening shift. I did the day shift uh, in the cocktail bar. And the evening shift started. And I was, and so they took over. It wasn't super busy. There was a lady who I had made a drink for sitting at the bar. And uh, she was asking me all these questions, trying to flirt with me. And I was like, you know, I wasn't interested. I was just trying to, I answered her questions. I didn't try to make anything of it. I just,
2: you weren't, you I, know, I minded my war.
1: business as much as I could. And yes. then the evening shift took over. Or like the, the guy, it was one guy came in and, and I was sort of just doing some, uh, some prep things in the back to, you know, uh, get the, sh- the, make sure everything was set. And then I didn't leave a mess that there was everything he had, everything he needed to take over and bartend for the evening. And, um, and I, I went up to him and I was like, is there anything else uh, you need me to do before I'm done? And she from like over there <laughs> uh, sitting at the bar goes, yeah, let him be done. Like, let him be done now so that he can get on the bar and dance for me. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, Exc- excuse me. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. What? And I know that if that had been, if I had been a female bartender and sh- and that had been a, um, a, a guy a sitting at patron. the bar, he, I, my, my colleague would have kicked him out for sure. Would have kicked him out for sure. But it was, uh, you know, I mean, I don't think that there's as much attention given to these things when it's the other no, way around. No,
0: it's it's spoke definitely. And it made me uncomfortable. Sides. It made
1: me very uncomfortable. Because I was going to sit at the bar and have a drink afterwards, but I did not. I <laughs> left. I was out of there. I oh, don't
0: blame you. I'm sorry
2: yeah, that happened to yeah. you.
1: That's horrible.
2: Um, the only thing worse would have been if she had given you a full body wink after that. Oh, man. You know what? I don't uh, even really think
1: she tipped either. That makes it worse.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh so she's
0: so she's a oh. gross human being and she didn't tip? Eh,
2: no. Uh, Zero stars. Gross.
0: Disgusting. Well, I don't have a story of that nature, but I do have <laughs> something to share for the week. Yeah, um, please. Take it take <laughs> somewhere else. Please. I did my first hip hop dance class. In over oh. <laughs> four yes, years. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I'm trying to um, find some new creative outlets that are not related to theater. So I always like to go find a new nice. dance class or a new fitness class. Yeah. Spin class is my current fitness of choice, but I rediscovered hip hop. I have a friend who takes weekly classes at this place in Mesa, Arizona called The Jukebox. Really great place. It's kind of in this like, collection of uh, warehouse buildings and they have a great setup and so i only been done i've only done one class so far and i know it's going to be a regular spot for me i had a blast learning choreography dancing to bruno mars's treasure oh Oh, it was so much fun so i will uh, you'll probably be hearing stories of me trying new hip-hop dance stuff here on the pod but yeah that was an exciting uh revisit moment this week and i was so happy that it happened so
2: Nice, yeah, bust a move, Jenny. Bust a move. I
0: did. I busted
3: that move.
1: We are doing a a movie review this week. Oh and boy! We had a little bit of we had a little bit of a last minute. Uh, uh, um. Oh, Who's ready to go under the sea? <laughs> oh, nope. oh wait, no, not that
2: one. Not that no, movie. No. <laughs> not that movie. To, no. For everyone
0: listening, so we we were trying to figure out which movie we were going to review this week, and so we we all ended up seeing two movies because we we had except one me. idea. Except well, except David, that's true. But you had no choice; you were stuck. You so can explain. Up yes, until twenty
1: ahead. twenty hours ago, uh, the the intent was to review. The Little mermaid and I finished mm-hmm. work yesterday evening and uh, Friday evening, Friday evening, right? I finished work and I was ready to like I knew I had to go go to the movies, watch the movie so that it would be ready to review it today. The Little Mermaid. brand new movie. I looked at the show times and there were none. I was like, that's <laughs> odd. Let me refresh and let me check it out. And and I, there were still no show times for The Little Mermaid. There were showtimes for all the other big movies that are out and some smaller ones as well. And then I looked at, I was like, that's weird. It's like, it's 830, you know? And so I checked tomorrow, well, like today now, Saturday, Saturday night should be the same. And the latest showing in the city, in the, like the city of half a million people, on a Saturday night it was eight twenty or something like that. Like it's just, what? I was like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> How does that work? And there was just there was no chance I was going to be able to see it this morning, and so and so I had to uh, I had to text you guys. I know Jenny, you had seen Spider Man already, and there yes. was a showing for Spider Man because it literally just came out, and it's a much I think it's a bigger movie. Yes. And, uh, and then I texted Phil. I was like, can you see Spider-Man so that we can do Spider-Man instead? Because that's the movie that I can see in time for the recording. So, so hey, here we are. Spider-Man yes. is the movie that we're going to review. Spider-Man <laughs> across the universe, across I guess. Across the are... yeah, multiverse. Spider-verse, no, Spider-verse. Multiverse. Uh, no, Spider-Verse. Oh,
2: my God. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. I am. Mean, I'm, I'm, I'm... Oh my goodness! There are so many different versions of that title that I uh, just came I, up with.
1: How many different multiversal movies are there going to be these days? My it's God. the
0: fad now. There's going to be more, I'm sure. Yeah. We
1: still uh, got. Yes. Don't know if I like it. Let's see. It is. It is certainly the fad. Uh, but
2: speaking of fads, uh, we are revamping in a way uh, of going about how we review movies going forward. So we will start as we normally do. David, we'll cut off to you. Can you give us a short summary, your little David
1: short summary, of uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? Yes, I shall. We join our two favorite spider people in their respective universes as they long to see each other again. Gwen Stacy struggles to lead her double life around her police chief father, who's on the hunt for her very own alter ego. Miles Morales struggles to balance his academics with his crime fighting until a new foe appears. can literally rip holes in the fabric of reality. Our heroes reunite under dire circumstances. Miles Morales follows Gwen through the multiverse in the hopes of joining the multiversal spider team. But can he? Does he belong? Was he ever meant to be Spider-Man in the first place? Wow. Is wow a,
2: the last part of it or, or did you just ad lib that? I'm curious. No, I, I to... <laughs> <You> ad lib that. You uh He's working on the fly here, people. I love it. All right. So that's that's you've come to know and love that that segment. We we love to stay. But going forward, what we're going to do is that we're going to categorize it into three different parts uh, of, of, of movies going forward. So the first section that we will talk about is each one of us will get a turn to talk about the bestest thing about the film we reviewed this week. And we'll each take turns going, and we get to describe what it is. We cannot repeat the same thing, but we get to each talk about the bestest thing about the film. So, I will bow out and give Jenny the first description. What, Jenny, was the bestest thing about this film to you? Oh, well, there
0: were several things, but I want to just go ahead and highlight I am a huge fan of what the movies have been doing lately in terms of catering to nostalgia. I was living during this show for all the nostalgia. Some of my earliest memories is seeing the original spider-man trilogy and knowing and like religiously watching it growing up i've never been like the marvel universe wasn't ever something i really dabbled into growing up but i remember very clearly this the original sam raimi trilogy from the late late 90s that but speaks in my childhood category and hearing doc ock say, hello, Peter, seeing scenes and clips from the original trilogy. Oh, and on top of that, just in general, all the different references from all universes of the Spider-Man world that we've got video games, movies, all of these different characters, even Mayday, uh, Peter Pan's Peter... Peter Pan, <laughs> Peter Parker's <laughs> daughter showed up. I was Peter like, no, no. does way. not make yes. an appearance in the movie. No. Yeah, I'm just sorry. confirming it that now. That yeah. Don't they expect to see Peter Pan. The multi- <laughs> they didn't
2: go into the into Spider-Verse.
0: They didn't go into the Pete. This is not Spider-Man across the Peter-Verse. This is the Spider-Man Never-verse. across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but no, that was just, that was my favorite part of the movie, was just the the good old dose of nostalgia that I got to experience in the theater. Five stars.
2: David, I'll give it to you. I hope you don't take my bestest thing right now. Jenny has not taken mine to
1: you, David. It's hard to say that this is ever the the well, actually no. But like I don't know that this is the best thing about, but this is definitely the thing that stood out to me as as like such a strong point of the the the, the movie. The soundtrack oh. managed mm-hmm. to capture exactly what a comic book should sound like. And I think it's amazing. It's so good. The soundtrack is awesome. If in the first 10 minutes, that was all I was thinking about. Like, obviously I was enjoying the, the, like the reintroduction of the characters. I'd only seen into the Spider-Verse once. And so it wasn't super fresh. So I was re familiarizing myself with these characters, but, but I was just like, wow, like the soundtrack is so cool. It's so cool. Yes. To to go to David's point, I uh,
2: I too I, I I think one thing that I forgot about heading into this was how good Spider Man into the Spider Verse was. Uh, I just I just yeah. forgot about it, and there was it was very much uh, necessary and refreshing to have that that recap because it had been such a while. But 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 my bestest thing about the film, guys, it has to be the freaking art style. It emoted. It, it, it The art style surrounding the characters, not only just the characters themselves, which are, are just, oh, just odes to their own comics, odes, odes to their own universe and everything else in between. The art style around creating the scenery, the freaking art, it emoted in such a beautiful way with the melting down of tense scenes. It popped and action set pieces, it glowed in romantic settings and it dimmed when we were at times of, um, of being ominous. It was just so incredibly expressive in ways that I don't think a, a, a live action piece can truly, truly, truly be this side of reigning a, in a sad moment. It, it, just, it, 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 it really, for me, re- the art itself reinforced for me not only the, necess- the necessity of of animation being a such a powerful art form but also re uh, inviting the idea within my mind that animation does not has not and continues to not only be just for kids cuz i could almost argue that this this film can appeal to kids but it was made for adults made for people who are like jenny who who just who who grew up like me uh being so nostalgic and and just just widely appeals because it comes through just like a comic book for me the bestest thing was the art style now david we'll go to our next subject that we've that we wait before on that
0: related to this information can i share something kind of embarrassing yeah go ahead so Art, on the topic of the art style, there were some moments where the cityscape was so realistic that I got height sickness. I have a fear of heights. Oh, wow. And wow. I was experiencing the gut punch of feeling like I'm on a very tall building looking down. Like I was literally like, <sighs> like I was trying to, I was watching the movie, but I was also like grabbing my knee. Yep. I was triggered. It triggered my height sickness.
1: <laughs> Wow, What I think that we see from previous Spider-Man movies is like if you look at the Sam Raimi trilogy, it kind of feels like you're in a helicopter following Spider-Man a lot of the time. That's true. Not all the time, but this really sort of like you turn upside down and you're you're it almost feels like you're swinging with Spider-Man. So yeah, I, I, I get that. I get why you mm-hmm. felt that
0: way. It was crazy. I was like, a movie is doing this to me right now? That's what? that shows that shows the quality of this is the top power notch. Of cinema. Exactly. The power of but shower. yes, let's let's continue on to the what we consider to be the the worst ist part of this movie for the three of us individually. For me, I would say The worstest part of this was I thought the pacing was all over the place. The plot was – everything flowed pretty perfectly, but the speed, the tempo of these different sections of this movie was either going – it was either going super, super fast or it was going super slow. And it became difficult for me as an audience member because I had no choice. I saw an advanced screening, so I was able to see it before everybody else here on the podcast – and I had no choice but to sit in the front of the, of the theater because that was what we had available. And I was having a really hard time keeping up with everything because there was moments where there was so much going on that I felt like I missed at least three to five things going on on the screen. It just, it became, it became chaotic to the point where I felt like I was lost. It just, do you guys agree with that? Do you find that there were moments that you felt like, what the heck is going on right now?
1: Yeah, I think it. I think the film dragged a little bit. It was, it was, it was a long watch, and I don't know that it was necessary for it to be that long. So I do think that maybe there was some trimming that could have been done. But uh, yeah, perhaps, perhaps. I, I mean, it wasn't something that stood out to me. Uh, as far as I'm concerned about the pacing, I don't. I,
2: I I think it certainly had spikes going both ways, and I think that that's what you're aware of. But once it entered, like it, it, it had very hard transitions. But once it got to wherever it was, it was consistent for a while. I, I I think there could have been a perhaps a smoother transition, like you're asking for, Jenny. Um, but it, it wasn't bad enough to be on my worstest of thing about the film, or my worst thing about the film, I should say. Philip, what was your worst thing about the film? You know what was my worst thing on the film? And I... I I I sincerely hope that this won't be the case for all movies going forward, because and I don't think it will. It just happened to be the first movie that we have and the first time that we're doing this. The worst thing about the film for me was the ending. And it's not even just the ending. (laughs) But but hold on. Spoilers. It's the (laughs) ending. It's the ending because I didn't want it to end. It was a fantastic film. And the only thing that that was wrong about it was one I go into things without without as little uh, spoilers as possible. I didn't know that this was going to be a two-parter, to be honest with you. No I mean, one again, knew. spoiler. That I, was the big I, reveal. Well, well no, I, I think from what I've heard, uh, they had said that there would be a Beyond the Spider-Verse uh, prior to this. So people knew that there would be a continuation. But I guess you're right. I don't know that everybody knew that it would be a two-parter. Um, and I think that's part of why I'm not so as upset uh, as you were jenny about the pacing because or even david about saying that it drags on because for me by the time i got to being like wow we have like an hour left and we're introducing a new concept we're introducing uh, uh this idea of oh uh i'm in a new universe or oh we're introducing this new concept of the the probably the last reveal of who of who another prowler might possibly be we have all these ideas I, I was like this now it's starting to drag because I'm like, I'm avidly aware we only have 20 minutes. I don't want this to end in such a, a riotous fashion. And then boom, it does end, but it's on a, it's on a to be continued note. I only think that the ending serves the Gwen Stacy part of this story, which was why it was put at such the forefront and, and to have a story conclude while having Miles's, which was the secondary main story be continued and be concluded in the second film (laughs) it's such a fantastic film that unfortunately the only thing i have to say about it is that unlike avengers uh, infinity wars where you knew going into it it was going to be a two-parter and so you tried you went in knowing that okay this is going to be part one everybody knows that this is going to be part one this one i didn't so it hit me so abruptly that i was just avidly like there were audible shocks in my theater watching this myself included and having a gasp of 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 just horror just Just wondering why why is this happening to me why is this goodness ending i want more please sir may i have some more that's all i want
1: how dare they make me sit (laughs) for two hours and 20 minutes and not conclude the story I, i i on that that was what i was gonna say i'll now come up with something else uh, but I do want to just add on, you bring up Infinity War. Infinity War had a full plot. Like, it, the plot it yeah. starts, there's a climax, and then it ends. You know, it, it comes down, and it's like a full three-act thing. It's just an unhappy ending. And then there's another movie that comes after that, that then follows on from that, but it's a new story. It's a new movie. This is a half of a movie, and it's already two and a half hours long, almost. You know, so so, gosh darn it. How dare they? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what is your worstest part then, David, to for you, for you?
1: Your second worstest? I'll go with this. Uh, an area where I think the movie failed is truly developing the villain because we got two yes. villains here. We've got the dude with the holes, whatever his name was. Spots. and then spot. spots, spot, whatever. The spot, the spot. And the spot, okay. See, I didn't even remember what his Milne name of was. the week. And then and then you've got the 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 lead spider dude with the laser webs, whatever his name was.
0: Spider-Man 2099?
1: Something like that. But anyway, like the 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 point being that uh I don't think I don't I don't think we really got to know either of them very much. Miguel O'Hara. Yeah. Um what did you say Miguel O'Hara? O'Hara. Miguel O'Hara. I, I don't think we got to know them very well. We spent a lot of time with the hero and not a lot of time, unlike in the first movie where we got to know Kingpin more. We got to know uh, Uncle, what's his name? More. Um,
3: Aaron?
0: I just think
1: that, that that's a movie that we're, that's an area where the, the, this movie failed. And hopefully it resolves that in part two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so next chapter here is what we thought was a little half-baked. A little like they could have done more with that. I'm gonna go first this time since I've gone uh, mm-hmm. I have not gone first yet. I thought that like I know Jenny, you said that this was something you loved about the movie. I thought the cameos and Easter eggs <laughs> since <laughs> we got Spider-Man No Way Home, which smacks you in the face with cameos and nostalgia and like oh it's like a just an orgy of like my childhood. Oh god. That's what a- was your childhood? Whoa.
0: <laughs> okay, Stephen King. You calm know down. what I'm trying to say here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought that this movie kind of hit those like it, it gave us a little like glimpses of the Raimi universe and and, and mm-hmm. the amazing the amazing Spider-Man. I don't care for those movies very much, but it did show us that those two. But but it kind of just felt a little like meh. like it showed us like glimpses of everything, but no substance. Like I like I've tried the heroin, which was no way home, and now you're trying to get me high on weed, which is just not gonna cut it anymore because I <laughs> had the heroin. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, so there on a, on a you roll go. for childhood orgies and heroin and, and versus drugs weed and talks.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: spider heroin. Yeah. Well, my
1: point is like I'm I'm so drunk on that, like this is nothing. <laughs> it just He's didn't already... hit it enough for me. Oh man. If you're going to exploit nostalgia, you, you might as well do it right.
0: Well, uh, with what was a little half-baked for me? I mean, I, I thought about it at first. I don't know how I feel about all the performances this time from all of the new characters. There were some that I really thought That the the vocal, the voice performances were really good. For example, I really, really loved Daniel Kaluuya as Spider Punk. I really loved his interpretation of the character, and overall, just that character. Even though he was hard to look at because his animation style was so crazy, he I overall enjoyed the character a lot. I was kind of hoping for more. I don't know what I expected with like Andy Samberg's character, the Scarlet Spider. It just felt like it was a moment for comedy, and I—it was advertised, at least in my world, that it was going to be a much larger character, much more going on to it. But it just wasn't. Like there were times where I—I I, there, there were certain spiders that I wanted more attention from than what I got. You know what I mean? That was the one thing that it, it, it kind of goes in the same realm, though, of like we didn't get enough development for. Uh, Miguel O'Hara we didn't get enough development enough in our personal opinion development for the spot but yeah just uh, in my world though the spiders in general I wish there was more focus on all of them and less on like Gwen because we already we already know Gwen we already got to know her so just me
2: my half-baked thing and I think that this will probably be the most controversial out of the three that I would probably get some negative reviews from both of you Um, but it's honestly how I felt the character of Peter B. Parker, who comes back uh, about mm, two-thirds of the movie in, uh, played by Jake Johnson. I'm going to be honest. Like Jenny, you even said like, you liked the character of Mayday. I thought it was just... Uh, a a safe bordering on bad choice of making him a dad like that did nothing for me and the justification was like that's why i became a dad was because of you Uh, miles is because like i thought you were good like to me the whole character just did not work for me in this one whatsoever and maybe it's maybe it's because i so enjoyed the character in the first one that having him come back in a reduced role but but also trying to balance him with with oh he he'll be important enough that we'll have him back, but he's gonna be here not long enough to actually matter, and then he'll also be carrying a baby around. Here, hold my baby. Don't you want to hold my baby? Like that'll make it'll all make sense. Uh, and I was his mentor. Oh like, yeah. The joke kind of gets old. I don't know. Like for me, just yeah. For as much as Peter B. Parker worked in the last film, I feel that it was just. Just a, a, another character to just just the worst parts of my enjoyment of this film.
0: No, we're we're Again, on the same page.
2: Yeah, no, I I agree with that completely. Yeah, you're 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 right that uh you're right that uh that it's it's certainly certain characters that you probably have to net pick because this is probably the worst film to review because uh, <laughs> because honestly, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with reviewing
1: a good film.
2: It's wrong for, the, for, for us to say, like, well, especially the worstest thing, because this very rarely happens, where there's not, like, a clear-cut, yeah. oh, my gosh, there's something worse. This film is very, very, very hard to to epic outside of the ending, which is not a true which ending. Is, how dare yeah. they? Yes, absolutely. Anyway. so, okay, I guess in conclusion, as any good review, uh, across the board, we're all in agreement.
1: Everybody should go watch this. This is worth it. Oh, watch. Yes. totally. So yeah. worth totally, to watch. but you'll be angry at the end because, damn it, how, like, I thought this trend of part one, part two was over. Um, like, this this was sold as a standalone movie, and it isn't, so that, that kind of sucks. And we want to
0: emphasize, this is one you should definitely see in the theaters. It's up to you if you want to yeah, oh, wait totally. until it's streaming, oh, but yeah. this is one that's worth seeing on the big screen. Go see it. Definitely and,
2: definitely, and also as another side note, if you haven't seen the first one, definitely go and see that. First of all, it's oh, a yeah. great film in and of its own right. But two, it's almost necessary viewing for for this film to I work. I would say okay. so. I would yeah. dare say. It would be hard for you to muddle through the rest if you don't. Let's get to our last little fun part of the, of the before we close out of the review here. Jenny, hit us with some fun facts, please.
0: All right, I've got a few of those set up for you. It was hard to find these because the movie was so freshly released, so but I think we were able to find a few. I got a few. Okay. Yes. So at a runtime of two hours and 20 minutes, this is the longest American animated film to date, to date, surpassing the previous record holder, Consuming Spirits by four minutes, a film released back in 2012. Can you believe that? I always Not, thought no, there were actually. other animated <laughs> films. I mean- We'll have yeah. to do some further research. This was this is what I saw. So I'm 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 doubting this fact. I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check it later. <clears throat> I don't know. <clears throat> like, I mean, if
1: you think about it. Most American animated films are Disney or Pixar or whatever, and and those films generally run under two hours because they're for kids, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot like this this idea of an animation that's also a superhero movie, also targeted at young adults slash just adults. Mm-hmm. I mean, then the movies can't could run longer, but yeah, it. it I, I believe it. It does surprise me, though.
0: Okay, next. Unless fact. you're gonna count, so- like,
1: let's be honest, like you could easily, if you twist the definition a little bit, count friggin' uh, Lion King remake as an animated movie, <laughs> even though it's the live action remake. None of it was live action.
0: No. Uh, so this film is the 10th Spider-Man related film to be released in theaters. The official 10. Can you believe that? That's that's so many. Okay.
1: Well, I know that uh, that's sorry to uh, like keep jumping in here, but no, I know that Sony have Sony have a a license on the character and I think it's in perpetuity. I think they've got it forever. They do. As long as they make a movie every every 5 years or something? Something, something like that. You're absolutely yeah. correct there, David. Which led to Morbius,
2: which led to Morbin time.
0: <laughs> so this movie ended up having the largest animated animation crew ever with around 1000 people working on it. They wow. said it had 240 characters and it takes place in six universes. They also, a little little, little fun pack to add on top of this. So they had some fun and they decided to name each animation department team after a different New York City neighborhood. So they had the teams, Chelsea, Bedford, Stonewall, Weaver, Mulberry, Flatbush, and Elm. Those were your animation teams. Very cool. (laughs) A little cute tidbit there. And then one more little bit. Uh, J Jonah Jameson, our good old pal J.K. Simmons yes! is still strong. He is still voicing J Jonah Jameson after all of these years. We get the pleasure of hearing him three times throughout the entire film, three different universes. Can when you
1: believe into, was that? Was he in the first? Was he in the first uh, uh, Into the Spider Verse? Was he in that movie?
0: I do not remember, but I'll have to double check.
1: Because, because so. let's assume not. He's in six out of the ten. Six out of the 10 Spider-Man movies. Then. Someone give them an, a oh, legacy award. He's in the original yeah, no. three, uh, Sam Raimi, the the original trilogy. He's in uh, Far From Home and No Way Home. And then uh, Across the Spider-Verse. That's pretty cool. One of the Go best,
2: like, probably one of the most endearing, consistent characterizations and portrayals of a character across films. Like, yeah. think about it. Jack uh, Jack Sparrow, of course, has a more prominent role, but like as a character where you're like, eh, didn't age that well going forward. Uh, everything else, um, it, you know, there's a bunch of characters that are like that. J.K. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson. Has when has he failed in that role? Never. Never, Never I think. Zero. Say.
1: Never. He couldn't because he is. He is he that is. role. Anyway, yes. we move on. <laughs>
2: Well, uh, since we are reviewing the film The Little Mermaid, oh, no, wait, we're doing Spider-Man. Guys. seeing as how we were going to do when i created this uh mini segment of blanks uh i had done it with the idea that we were going to be doing the little mermaid i'll be honest i put so much thought and energy into this that i wanted to keep it (laughs) the little mermaid so enjoy yeah enjoy the following content that is themed towards uh, the Little Mermaid, not Spider-Man. All right. Uh, I need... Uh, let's go with you first, Jenny. Mm-hmm. What is a body of water? Give me a body of water. Lake. David, give me a plural noun. Balls. God damn it. Can you be more... Spe- <laughs> is it possible? Can you be more specific? A plural... A specific plural noun? <laughs> a specific plural noun.
0: That's pretty specific.
2: Yeah. Well... Um- Slightly more specific. Maybe an adjective. Testicles. <laughs> oh.
0: oh, we went okay. the science That's route.
2: Specific enough? Sure. <laughs> uh, Jenny, I need an adjective. Squishy. Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, would you rather be used moist? Crunchy? N- no, no,
2: no. We are, we are <laughs> quite good. We are quite good. David, Nita need, need an adjective as well.
1: An adjective as well. Okay. Uh, vivacious.
0: Oh, oh, oh spicy. I don't know how
1: you pronounce that. I don't even know. It is, Vi- yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I thought so. It feels right. <laughs> and, if, and if it feels right and it looks
2: right, it is right. Jenny, I need an adjective that you would use to describe something nasty. Oh!
0: <laughs> I just did, but I'll add another one.
2: <laughs> Why not?
0: Uh, crusty.
2: <laughs> David, an adjective to describe yourself. As a dancer. (laughs) Passionate.
0: (laughs) The craft, the craft. I may
1: not be good, but I'll do it as passionately as I can. (laughs) Jenny, an adjective, please.
0: Oh, cerulean.
1: Oh my God.
0: Which is the best blue, in my opinion. But we can save that for a debate for a future episode.
2: (laughs) David, give me a good name for a seagull. I don't know. uh, Fishy
1: McGullet.
0: That's my new drag queen name. (laughs) (laughs) Please welcome to the stage, Fishy McGullet.
1: All right,
2: we are near the end. Jenny, I need an adjective. Hmm. Shiny. And David, lastly, an adjective.
1: God, so many adjectives. Rusty.
2: All right, gather round, you little seahorses and coral reefs, you... Get ready to embark upon the silly undersea adventure. Once upon a time in the magical kingdom beneath the lake, King Triton, the ruler of all the testicles, decided to have a little fun. (laughs) He put on a squishy wig and a vivacious beard to disguise himself. As he swam through the coral reefs, King Triton encountered Ursula, the mischievous sea witch, With a twinkle in his eye, he challenged Ursula to a crusty dance-off. Little did she know, King Triton was secretly a passionate dancer. (laughs) They danced and twirled, making the underwater creatures giggle and gasp in amazement. King Triton's wig and beard flopped around, creating a cerulean spectacle. Spectacle. Ursula, despite her wicked ways, couldn't help but laugh at the absurdity of it all. Meanwhile, an annoying seagull named Fishy McGullet swooped (laughs) down from above trying to steal King Triton's wig. The seagull's antics disrupted the dance-off, causing King Triton's wig to fly off and land on the seagull's head. It was a sight to behold a seagull with a squishy wig and King Triton with a vivacious beard. The underwater creatures erupted in laughter, even, and even Ursula couldn't contain her amusement. King Triton and the seagull ended up joining forces and created a shiny comedy act that entertained the entire kingdom. From that day forward, King Triton, Ursula, and the seagull, Fishy McGullit became unlikely friends, spreading laughter and joy throughout the undersea world. They formed a rusty trio, performing silly antics, and dance routines that would make even the grumpiest fish crack a smile. I will be providing the game this week as well as a guest who is coming back from our past, uh, Jamie Grossman. Now, Jenny, you have not been on the pod as a host with us alongside Jamie, but you do know Jamie.
1: I uh, do know
0: Jamie. It's been so long since I've seen you. It's been like, it feels like 10 years. I really feel like it's a decade.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's so crazy. That's how old we are now.
0: I know. I was just talking to Phil about this, how our friendship is like 12 years old now. And it's absolutely bonkers. It's crazy. But it's so good to see you. It's so good to see your face. I'm glad to see that you're doing well. You
3: too. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and david and jamie i'm sure that the, it's it's equally as refreshing to see each other again uh face to face in and yes format it's, been as
1: well. a, it's been a minute it's been like one year it's not 10 but like one it feels like <laughs> 10. and uh i don't know how long ago it was exactly but i do remember that episode where you came on jamie very very fondly and i remember talking a lot about waxing and yes and, a lot. Of, Jamie's face is alight with uh, with shame,
2: revelation, a lot of words. Uh, Listen,
3: for most of the time when I talk, I have no idea what I'm saying. It's just kind of coming out, and then I instantly forget it. So uh, I, I, yeah, I'm so sorry I put you through that. But also, you should know,
1: uh, If wow. you are curious listening to this episode, go back. Um, it is episode 41, 1P and 2 Pods. Jamie joined us along <laughs> along with her podcast podcasting counterpart, CJ, and we had a lot of fun. So go check that out. We certainly did. Well,
2: we have decades of knowledge with you, alongside you, Jamie. However, our audience certainly doesn't. So let's get to know you a little bit better with a couple questions before we get to the game section, which we invited you here for. Uh, I'll start with my question first, since I'm uh, leading the charge here. What is... The stupidest reason you ever got hurt for, Jamie. Take it where you want to, emotional or physical. What is the stupidest reason you ever got hurt for?
3: Um, I'll do physical. And okay. I'm going to say the thing that happened to me most recently is that I accidentally bumped into a phone charger and thought I'd be cool and tried to catch it. Uh, but the little <laughs> silver prongs things, slice... Oh. The- Can I curse on this podcast?
2: Oh, go, go for, for it. it.
3: Slice <laughs> the f- out of my toe and blood sprayed everywhere oh. and I don't do well with blood at all. So I was just like there's blood and uh <laughs> and I it was me trying to like be cool for no
2: one. For no <laughs> one was there. It. No
3: <laughs> it. it was just <laughs> no It's was a it. vicious
2: cycle. You got hurt, <gasps> you look down, saw that you're hurt, you pass out, you wake back up, oh my gosh, I'm hurting. Why am I hurting? Oh, I'm passed out. You know that vicious cycle, right? Something along yeah. those lines.
3: Yeah, yeah, but I'm a throw-upper, so it uh, oh, oh. makes me nauseous. So I was like, I'm gonna so hurl. The, so there was just Went a chain messed.
0: reaction going on.
3: God, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: it's yeah. okay.
0: I'm glad you're. I'm glad it was a solvable thing. Uh, but okay, let's go ahead and move on I'm my healed. question. <laughs> um, so you are a fellow performer among us here. I have a classic podcast question for you. What is your go-to song at
3: karaoke? You want to know something? kind of embarrassed. I've never done karaoke. <gasps> That's I'm not, not true.
2: true. I'm calling BS. You've, you've never done karaoke.
3: I've never done karaoke because I, okay. And tell me if I'm an absolute for thinking this or saying this, but this is how I feel. So I'm going to say, it. I just feel like, like, cause before, like when we were all performing together, we did it because we love it. But now right. that it's like my job and as a profession, I'm like, Oh, this is a little, I feel like I'm working and I'm tired. And like, when I like want to go do something fun, I want to go like drink and I not do
1: <laughs> or I like, do I want to go do
3: anything else, but perform. It's
1: I like, like don't ask me it. to do my job on my free time, please.
3: I'm like, also I get paid a lot of money to do that. So what? I just need to like,
2: I'm curious, Jamie, would it change at all if you went with a group of people, if at all possible? Maybe you went by yourself to a karaoke bar. I don't know why you're going to a karaoke bar by yourself, but let's say this is happening. Would it change at all if people knew that you couldn't sing? Like, didn't know that you could sing, which you can. And anybody listening right now doesn't know this, but you have a spectacular voice. Uh, And But... If they didn't know that you could sing and you could just have that moment, that reawakening moment of like, oh, people are discovering like this, this person is killing it. Does that do anything for you or it still would feel like work?
3: To be honest, the opposite. I think I would want to go in and I would just want to sing bad and loud and Mm. like drunkenly. Like that's (laughs) how I would imagine I would do karaoke. Like I would want to just sing off key, no pressure. I don't want people to think that I'm good or anything like that. Like I just.
1: I love that. There's nothing worse than someone who goes up uh, in karaoke and takes it way too seriously.
3: I know, (laughs) I I know, and I've seen that happen. And I'm just like, this is cringe city for me. Like I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, you know, you're so good, and every you're making everyone else here feel so bad because you're so good right now. Just like bop around, sing Elton John or some shit, sing the Beatles, sing Heart. I don't know. Ooh, Heart, come on, Heart. I love Heart. Go up in a group.
1: Yell like ye- yell three ways into one microphone. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Number one
2: advice always for karaoke: just never sing a sad song. Nobody wants to hear your no, rendition I of Tracy that. Chapman's "Fast Car." Nobody wants that while vibing in the, car- in the karaoke nope. bar.
1: nope.
3: <laughs> oh god. No.
1: Jamie, were you a tree climber growing up? If yes, do you lament that it's not commonplace for adults to climb trees?
3: Uh. No, I could. I couldn't reach any branches in my adult life. <laughs> I'm four eleven. I'm not even five foot. You think I can climb a <laughs> tree? I can't even reach the cabinets in my <laughs> kitchen. I'm like climbing on counters to get to those. It's absolutely insanity. So, but I do think that climbing trees should be acceptable to anybody who wants to climb it and wants to take that risk of falling. But also, if you're trying to reach like an orange or something, you do your thing. If memory
2: serves, Jamie, we had a photo shoot regarding one of the shows that you and me were in, uh, *Suzaku the Musical*, which is its own, oh, its own right podcast kind. episode. Yes, yeah, do you, uh, yeah, you're remembering this. We we climbed around. There are photos somewhere. I don't know where of us climbing around this 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 half domed. Uh, think of like the Simpsons dome, but like with quarters and uh, with with pipes. And there's photos of us being all upside down. You would not believe how terrified Jamie was to get a photo of. Herself taken upside down, <laughs> hanging from like these monkey bar uh, alike what? things that you know, she was just hanging underneath, and she was like, Okay, take the picture, take the picture. And then like to get her <laughs> back, somebody had to physically move Jamie back up to an upright position, and then she could carefully go back down. It was it was a lot of work for one photo shoot that just just took forever. So okay, I, I can attest to your fear of climbing.
3: Yes, and if I may, falling for me, the fall was a lot longer for me because <laughs> everyone else was. I'm just saying that if I felt in that <laughs> place, like that could have been death for me, and maybe. Just a little scrape for you. <laughs> it literally wasn't that high. I have no excuse. Actually, never mind.
2: It's all right. It's all right. All right. Whatever. Well, <laughs> now we got a little bit more of a scope on who you are, Jamie, and it's certainly your height. Uh, that certainly uh, is is something we have. But what we uh, what we don't have is the game. So I'll give us that right now, guys. I have a game for us called Across the Multiverse. Of course, as you and the audience know, we reviewed Spider Man Across the uni- uh, Multiverse. Excuse me, this week for our episode's main topic. And so I decided to do a little something on theme. What I'm going to be bringing you guys is a question and game where uh first first to buzz in gets the gets the choice. I will be naming two actors or actresses, or some combination therein. And then I will give a short description on a character that both actors have portrayed. Now, it could be one portrayed in a movie, one portrayed in a TV series, one portrayed as a voiceover. I really have all across the spectrum. And I I should say that you would know all these characters. I feel fairly confident that at least one of you will. Now, first to get to five points wins here. And again... I need your name as your buzzer. first to buzz in we'll get the first shot. I will you can buzz in as soon as I say the first syllable as soon as the first actor goes, whatever. but here we go. is everybody kind of clear about about how this goes? We say yes. our
3: name to buzz in.
2: Say your name to buzz in. So Jamie, you would say Jamie. Excellent job. There we go. All right. first one, first one on the board. first point is very pivotal. Here we go. Christian Bale. David. and Mike. David. Batman slash the Bruce answer, Wayne. The answer is indeed Batman. Uh, the other uh, uh, on the opposite side would have been Michael Keaton. Uh, having both portrayed this iconic character known for protecting Gotham City, David is on the board with one point. Woo!
1: Next one.
0: Oh, I'm going to suck at this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <You
0: do. laughs> also, I didn't know we could just jump in. Okay. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I, that, was, that was a millisecond, David.
3: Oh, my. Holy yeah, Okay.
0: All right. Let's go. It. We got
2: this. Alden, Aaron, Reich, and Harrison Ford. David. Have both- David. Uh, Han Solo. That is oh no! David is off to a two and O oh start. What? Oh me! Oh my! <laughs>
0: Have both together, this, this charming? <laughs> Jamie, I've said on the podcast before. I'm a huge horror movie fan. I don't know anything about Marvel. I, we'll see how it. Ah, let's keep going. Let's. let's yes, I'm, Han Solo, the forward. famous
1: Marvel character, yes,
2: absolutely. <laughs> All right, next one: Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, Jamie, Jamie.
3: Jamie. Spider Man.
2: Spider Man. Now Jamie gets a point there. Jenny, did you try to buzz in with Jamie's name? Did I hear I that? correctly? Did. that
0: was that was a response moment? I don't <laughs> yeah. know why I did that.
2: Maybe if I'm you nervous. didn't if you didn't already buzz in, you were going to be buzzed in uh, by one way or another. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Next one. Joaquin Phoenix, David, and. Oh, oh, I did hear David first And it is indeed the Joker Heath Ledger was the second one one—a Joker being portrayed by Heath Ledger In The Dark Knight And by Joaquin Phoenix In The Self-Titled Joker David is leading three points To Jamie's one Jenny is playing the game That is is where she's at Just
0: happy to be here
2: Happy to be a part of here You seem happy Jenny Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy have both portrayed Jenny
0: I don't remember his name but it's it's the character from the X-Men the doctor (sighs) Uh, Professor I want to call him Professor X I don't know if that's right
2: I'm going to give Jenny the point. It is indeed Professor X. Uh, It took a while there. Just will be a little faster on the next one. But yes, it is three points uh, to one and one for the double J's over there. Uh, Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy having both portrayed Professor X. Uh, Next one, Daniel Craig and Sean Conner. Oh, David. Oh, Bond. James Bond. That is true, my dear sir. And then now we are at four to one and one. Double oh seven. Uh, having gotten James Bond on the board, Mark Hamill, Jenny, Jenny,
0: uh, Luke Skywalker or Joker, either one.
2: I need an answer. I can't oh. get. I can't get the entire. Come on, Jenny, talk you got
3: it. Luke
0: Skywalker. Let's look
1: at
2: his IMDb and, and, yeah. and list all the characters <laughs> he's played. <laughs> Why Jenny, not? You, are in, you are incorrect. Uh, Mark Hamill and Jared Leto have Jenny. both. Per- Joker. Jenny, you've already <laughs> Jenny. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Joker. That is correct. It is indeed the Joker. Wait, hold per- on. Hold
0: on. I'm going to call this out. We're counting the bonds. We're counting the Bond universe, and we're not accounting for Star Wars? I'm just saying. Uh,
1: uh, I don't think but, Jared Leto's but, ever portrayed. Jared Leto never played, uh, I'm referring Dragon to League a previous
0: question. I'm referring to a previous question. But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I'm just okay. on the board. Uh, That's all I wanted.
2: You are on the board indeed, Jenny. But you are on the board with one point. Jamie, now... Has two as Mark Hamill uh, has voiced the Joker, the Joker in various animated series, the Joker. and Jared Leto in the Joker <laughs> uh, by Jared Leto in uh, the Suicide Squad. Jamie has two points, and David is one point away from victory here at four points. Oh. Next one, very big, very big uh, point here. Paige O'Hara and Emma Watson.
3: Uh, oh, Jamie. Jamie, is it Bell?
2: The answer is Belle, portrayed by Emma Watson in Ooh. Beauty and the Beast and Pedro Herrera in the original animated film. Jamie is making something of a comeback at yeah. three points to David's four. Jenny's still here. Next question. <laughs> <Still> here. <laughs> Next question. Anne Hathaway. Jenny. Hallie Barrett. Jenny. Catwoman. Ooh. The answer oh, no. is Catwoman. Look at this! Four points to David. Guys, Three I'm doing it. I'm
0: doing it.
2: Jenny has two points. Anne Hathaway, of course, Woo. portraying Catwoman in the Dark Knight, and Halle Berry in that god awful film. Cat I was Woman.
1: so worried. I was. I was. I was thinking like, oh no, this is going to be Le Miz or something. Les Mis I've never something yeah. and I don't
2: care to. Yes. Yes. All <sighs> right. Next one. Jeremy Renner, Jenny, and Matt. Jenny.
0: Oh, who are you going to say? Say the other name.
2: I, I'm not. No. I, you cut me off.
0: <laughs>
2: Hawkeye. Three. The answer is not Hawkeye. Jenny, okay. you David. out until David. Jason Bourne. The answer is Jason Bourne. He has sealed the victory at five points. Matt Damon, points.
0: huh? You're going to say Matt and Damon. Matt Damon.
2: Yes, I uh, was. Of course. Both having played Jason Bourne, you guys wanna want to finish this out? I only have three questions left here. They won't count for anything other than rapid fire. Let's do it. All right, Robin Williams and Will Smith. David, Jamie, David. I heard David first. The genie. The genie is the is the correct answer, as Will Smith uh, recently readapted it in the live action adaptation of Aladdin. Next question. Johnny Depp. Jamie, and G- Jamie,
3: uh, Willy Wonka.
2: My goodness, Jamie, that was very impressive. Yes, Snaps, indeed, it is obvious. Willy Wonka. Gene Wilder was my other one, having both portrayed Willy Wonka, uh, and uh, soon Timothy Chalamet will join that list. Next one, and my last oh one. My God, I know, I know. Chris Evans,
3: and Jamie, Mike- Jamie, the guy from um, Fantastic Four, the.
2: Three, no. The- two.
3: The fire guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get to give that. That's going to give it to her.
0: That
2: is the I, I got the name. For the point that doesn't matter, I'll give it to Jamie. Uh it it's is the, the Human Torch. torch. The Human fire, Torch yeah. or the fire guy as Jamie so lovingly shouted. Well, what's
1: the name? It's uh the the, the, the Johnny Johnny, Johnny Blaze Johnny. or something. Johnny yeah. No, I don't think it's Johnny Blaze. Johnny Storm. Storm.
0: Johnny Storm. Johnny
1: Storm. Johnny Storm. Three, there, Johnny oh, Blaze. What? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Johnny, Johnny, Johnny War- Blaze Ghost Rider or something? I think Isn't that from, right. like, something that Magician
0: like- movie? Or that's the Ghost Rider name? That's the... I don't oh, know. All- it
2: could it, it could be Nicolas Cage over
1: in Ghost Rider. It could be. Nicolas Cage. Uh, Nicolas Cage. Ghost Rider. Oh, I hardly
0: to know her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, Johnny Blaze is indeed the
2: Ghost Wait. Rider. Oh, John- okay. So at least I wasn't, like, completely out. That's a Marvel-adjacent... It is Marvel. So anyways, whatever. Uh, Jamie... Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, you actually made this very entertaining. You brought it back, uh, made David sweat for this one. Uh, but thank you so much. Is there anything you want to plug while you're uh, while you're uh, closing out and saying goodbye?
3: Honestly, no. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> There's nothing going on. The only shit I've been doing is industrials, and that's not for the public. So
2: that's that's fair. All right. Yeah. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a blast to have you back on. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you for having me.
2: And with that win, David vaults himself up to a sterling record of six and three, while I remain down in the dregs at two and seven. And Jenny's loss digs her down into the hole of three and five. Sad no.
1: Wow. It is uh, That Slaps time, and we each have a little piece of media or entertainment to recommend to you that we think that you should go check out, whether it be a song, a movie, or a TV series, or whatever else these days. Mine is a song, and it's called Problem, I think. It's called Problem, but without any vowels, so it's PRBLM, all caps, by Friday Pilots Club, and it slaps. Go check it out.
0: I also bring to the table this week some music. Again, though, I will be introducing a whole album. So I have not talked about this out al- this band yet. Um, they are called Unknown Mortal Orchestra. They are from New Zealand, I believe. They're a wonderful Kiwi band. And they just released their latest album this year. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm on the kind of same track here as... As David, where I'm not sure how, how to say the actual album name, but it's either V or it's Five. And this album certainly slaps. It's a groovy, however many minutes of just vibing. It's another one of those um, albums where you just got to listen to it in your car and drive, and it just fits the vibe perfectly. Go check out Five or V by Unknown Mortal Orchestra.
2: That slaps. I'm so sorry. Jenny, this is like the second week, I want to say, that you've mentioned this song form what is kiwi i'm i'm not familiar with it oh
0: it's like a it's like a term that is that new zealanders have have they they call themselves kiwis
2: you never heard that before i've never heard that before i i didn't know i I, i'm probably the one who's ignorant here i will not probably i am ignorant to it thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs) thank you uh i am an ignorant slut uh but hey 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 my that slaps this week if I can make one last reference to the idea that we were supposed to watch the little mermaid and be that as it may, actually the, the one of the, the few highlights of that film was actually the song called wild uncharted waters by Jonah Howard King, who sang the bleepity bleeping poop out of that song. I actually quite enjoyed that. I, I was taken aback. I was like, "Okay, I get it, ladies. I get it. Why in three days we'd want to marry this guy? Let's go. Let's go. Take chart me, daddy. Chart me. Wild, uncharted (laughs) waters by John Our King from the newest Little Mermaid album. That slaps."
0: All right. Well, we've unfortunately reached the end to this rather delightful podcast. I've had a blast, but before we close out for the for the day here, we have a few people to thank.
1: Yeah, thank you to Cass and Crossland and to Jake Corlang for the musical tidbits that you hear on the show. Thank you guys. Thanks to Ryan Ardell.
0: And thank you to Josh Hans for the audio bits you've heard throughout the show. And thank you to you, the listener, you sweet listeners. Thank you for always tuning in. And if you're just joining us, thank you for joining us for the first time. Now, continue to listen to us and follow us on all of our major social media platforms, our Instagram, Facebook, wherever you'd find us on the social medias. Or you can always keep listening to us wherever you'd like. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, you know the main ones. Except (coughs) Pandora. (coughs) Disgusting only for scuttlebutts don't even think about it
2: oh my gosh so we're all connected in this world yes no matter which universe you go to no matter which spider-man you talk to uncle ben dies by a bear